Learning from versus judging Will Smith's behavior. Hey, everybody. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuned into Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. All right, all right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We're so grateful and so honored that you can join us. Um, we want to encourage you right now, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share this with somebody as, you know, we're, we're going to hit a hot button topic, you know, and everybody's kind of talking about it, but we're going to give a different mm-hmm. spin. We're going to give a different perspective. We like, that, that's something that we like to do. We got, we like to hit different spins and different perspective on things. But before we do, um, I just want to personally thank everybody for just any prayers, um, any condolences, um, as I took a sabbatical. Uh, just really kind of working through the loss of my father. So I, I just want to thank everybody for your love, for the support and, and reaching out and and just continue to keep me in prayer. You know, as we look to kind of get back into the groove of things, I want to personally say I've missed you. I know Keontae's missed you and I'm hoping that you guys have missed us. Mm-hmm. It's normally not like us to kind of have a couple of weeks and not do our shows. Um, but that's kind of why I we haven't been doing our show uh, You know, with that. But looking to get back into the groove of things. Keontae, man, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, you know, just <clears throat> just speaking on just you know the, the the break we've had, man. I think it's I think it's also good to refresh. So it's, it's always good to you know just take a step back, get refreshed because you get a you gain a new perspective. You know, you get yeah. to just really think on things. You know what I mean? And it's nice to come back with a fresh perspective and a and a fresh attitude. So now now with that, we definitely um, want to do a plug because during that time you started a podcast. Um, and so we definitely yes, want to yes, do a yes. plug to, to, to your new podcast. So go ahead. Why don't you do that now, man? Yeah. So I started a podcast and my podcast is called Politicking. Um, so you spell it P O L I T I C I N. Um, and what we're doing on politicking is pretty much I'm breaking down like world news and political news, but given more so like a layman's term to things. Right. I think oftentimes like we can watch CNN and like MSNBC. They're talking about like the Electoral College and, <laughs> you know, oligarchs and the filibuster. And, yeah. like, you know, all these words is just getting thrown around. So what I'm doing is I'm taking those words, taking these scenarios, taking these events and breaking them down so that they're easy to understand and easy to digest and you get the information and you're informed. So And you, and you have some fun with it too. You know, sometimes I think we we, we, we can be so serious about certain things. So right. uh, that's really good. So with that being said, what's, what's our topic? What are we going to deal with? I, I know I kind of mentioned at the beginning, but what, what are you dealing with today? Right. So today, man, we're going to speak on learning from versus judging Will Smith's out of control behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and here's one of the things that I, I was thinking of as I was kind of uh, approaching and kind of heard it and, and kind of saw it. Right. And, and, and so I remember the first the interesting thing was when it, I first saw it kind of like clickbait because I didn't see it live. You know, I saw kind of like mm-hmm. the posts and the news and different the feeds. And so I kind of just glanced past. It. I was like, I don't feel like clicking on this because I'm really mindful about clickbait. Right. Um, right. And then it's, when I actually did watch it, I was like, did he like fake hit him? Because you could, when you first look at it, because, you know, in, 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 in movies, they're able to, like, do it in such a way with the camera angle that it looks Where like it looks you hit real. somebody. You know, right. you know what I'm talking about, right, Keontae? Right, right, right. And, and in the way That's that uh, Chris Rock, like, you know, went like, you know, like the way he just he it seemed like he over dramatized the hit a little <laughs> bit. So I'm just saying. So at first glance, 
I was like, oh, like what is what are they doing? This looks, you know, like they're having fun, you know, and, and but there's also right, some serious. kind of skit. But then as I kept watching, I looked a little bit closer. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, like he he hit him, he hit him for real, for real. You know, and, <laughs> and so now everybody's like <laughs> everybody's talking like, about whoa, it. So whoa. go go ahead, man. What did you say? No, no, I'm like everybody's just like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Oh, this is really happening? <laughs> yeah, this, this is really happening. So <clears throat> and so for those that are not aware, uh basically Will Smith at the Oscars, uh uh Chris Rock says something about his wife. He got mad, went up there and, and cold cocked him. Um, and then they mm-hmm. had like a little bit of exchange where he's cursing. And this is at the Oscars, right? And, and so this becomes mm-hmm. big news. And what's ended up happening is everybody's kind of overanalyzing this. Everybody's oh, kind of, you know, being being very judgmental. You're, you're hearing words again. I haven't heard these words in a while now, but you're hearing, you know, toxic masculinity. And I'm just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I'm... I'm it, the thing was, is when I first saw this, my perspective was, man, that could have been me. <laughs> right, right, right. right. And, 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 and hear me out for a moment. And I want everybody to, 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 to really pay attention to this. It's easy for us to look at what happened to Will Smith. And because it is, what I'm going to say, what Will Smith did as far as his out of control behavior and what happened to Chris Rock is we can begin to detach ourselves from that out of control behavior mm-hmm. and rather than realizing that, wait a minute, that could be me. Now, in the same context, no, I'm not a Will Smith. I don't, I, I've never gone to the Oscars. I've never had an invite to the Oscars. So under that particular context, no, that I'm not saying that could have been me, but l- l- let's break it down this way, Deontay. If, let's say you're at a barbecue, right? Or you're mm-hmm. at you know, a, a fellowship, a family reunion, and all of a sudden, two people, let's say two family members break out fighting. Or you're at a barbecue, right? And two people just break yeah. out fighting, right? How yeah. many times, like, is, is, that's a, that, that, that occurs a whole lot more. People may be in the yeah. club or out the bow, right? It's not uncommon. <laughs> oh, oh right. I, I got this one for you. What about when the, the couple, they were fighting at Disneyland, right? Bruh. Oh man, right. How, how, many t- how many times have we seen it where people are fighting in the grocery store? They're fighting, they're at Walmart and it's it's you know, what are the the Black Friday and people and people fighting people fighting in church, you know, and, and people it, the, the point I'm trying to, to make is that us losing it, us snapping, right, is mm-hmm. something that we're all capable of. And I think the thing that we have to be mindful of, we have to be aware of as we approach this, is if if you have the, the approach that, wow, that could have been me, it changes how you approach that subject. And yeah. I feel like yeah. people, they're detaching themselves and they're looking more from, a, I would never, how dare mm-hmm. he, and, and, and I'm, I'm dignified and I, I do this. And, and, and if we could just look in your closet, if we could just mm-hmm. rewind okay. the, t- you know what I mean? Because his life is on public display; it's on public view. For many of us, seven, yep. they, they don't. I, I don't know how you spoke to your wife, and, and, right. and so people, are, are you really you? You're sitting there beating up your wife at home, right? But then you're going to be appalled, or you're cursing out your wife or or your husband, and you're going to be appalled by his behavior. So I, I just think that. We need to step back and say, what can I learn? Now, mind you, we're not condoning the behavior. That's Mm -hmm. why there's a learning moment here. And I think as we look at things and as I see different things happen to people, one of my first perspectives is 
how can I learn? How can I grow from this? Because I understand that, you know, that could have been me. Would, would you have any thoughts on that? You want to jump on that? I think the best the best phrase that you said is just looking at <clears throat> actions through the lens of that could have been me because, you know, automatically we always just kind of take the self-righteous approach like the Oh, I like that just, word. This is just this is just out of this world. Crazy. You know, that should never be happening. And, you know, I mean, with us, the onlookers or whatnot, hindsight is 2020. Like we can come up with the better ways that it could have been handled. Oh, I would have done this and, you know, so on and so right. forth. But in that split fraction of a second, like we don't know what, you know, we don't know what could have happened had we been in that seat. So yeah. I think it's really great to look at it from that perspective of it could have been me. And we can do that with a lot of things. There's so many things that are going on in the world, especially like a celebrity culture, like, you know, just apart from Will Smith, you got Kanye West out here, like stalking Kim and stuff like that. But people always kind of just take the judgmental approach like, oh, like, yeah, I could I could never be I could never do that. I can never right. be in yep. that area. And, you know, it's just it's just it's just crazy because just one simple thing one bad moment for us could turn into that we're in that person's shoes and then we're just kind of offshore and in the deep end you know what i mean so i think always looking at things from that perspective it'll keep us grounded and keep us you know more humble you know what i mean in in the way that we navigate through these situations well and so now as we kind of talk about that and 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 everybody can kind of understand our perspective as why we're looking at how we can learn from it versus judge then we want to deal with some some key points, some things that we can do and what we can learn from it. And the first one is kind of along the same lines. The first thing we always have to have is a humble position, understanding that it could have been me. We are all sinners saved by grace. And Mm -hmm. so as you think about, you know, the scriptures, you know, uh, I was thinking about Paul, how Paul says, oh, wretched man that I am. Why do I do the things that I don't want to do? Right. Um, right. David would talk about how our heart is is wicked. And, and, and so sometimes we don't really have that humbleness. We don't really understand that we have sin in us. And, and so this is a perspective. I want to say this. You have a murderer inside of you. Mm-hmm. You might not act on it, but you, we all must understand that we all have that capability right. of, of being that person. And so I don't think there's too many people that, you know, they they grow up and they're thinking, oh, I want to be a murderer when I grow up. You know, there are there are some, you know, there's some crazy people out there. Right. But most people don't grow up thinking that. But it was a lack of self-control. It was out of control behavior in that moment that moved them to do something rash, to do something drastic, such as maybe killing a spouse who was cheating on them. That happens yeah. all the time because people don't have that self-control. They have, you have that out of control. You have that sin nature in you and you have to constantly be humbled and and, and acknowledge that. Be aware that you could be a cheater. Good, Mm -hmm. you know, cheating is in you. And as much as you might look at other people's situation, as you said, as much as you might look at uh, Kanye West's situation and and, and say, oh man, he's being silly, he's being this, go ahead and, and feel maybe what he feels and go through all of a sudden your ex is, is with somebody else, man, that, that jacks us up. Yeah. It'll bring, it'll bring, it'll bring a lot of things. You hey, know men and women, man, women be out stalking their ex-husband, like, you know, what you're doing and who yeah. you're with and, and men stalking their ex-wife, you know? And, and so I, I just think part of it is just having a humble perspective. What do you learn is that you really do take a position 
that, man, I'm capable of some very destructive, evil and out of control behavior. You want to uh, yeah. say anything else on that? Man, I, man, I, too bad I don't know the person that said this, but I, this this was said to me like one of the conferences we went to like a long time ago. But I remember somebody said, you know, there was two people when Jesus was crucified, there was two people next to him. But that mean that Jesus died for you and me. You know what I mean? Meaning that pretty much what you said, like we're all sinners. Nobody yeah. is, you know, above the hill and just watching everybody else. Oh, but now we all have the propensity to do something crazy. So yeah. that's why Jesus is there to not only cover my sins, but he's covering your sins too, because he already know we can get out of control at any time, any moment, any place. Don't matter whether it's the Oscars or whether it's your front yard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I think that that statement is just profound to me because really it puts it puts humanity on things. Mm. Like I'm not above board. I'm not, you know, just the superior person who just makes every right decision. You know what I mean? I'm going to have moments. I'm going to have flare-ups. I'm going to have things that I get wrong that I do wrong. Um, and I think when we come to it at that approach, then, like I said, it gives us a sense of humanity to really analyze things and just to really check ourselves like, okay, you know, if this happens, you know, this is how I should move or this is how I'm going to move. And like I said, looking from the, the even the judging perspective, it puts us in a pocket where we just look at people as humans, as flawed people and know that we all come from, you know, this ground up, you know, this, this, yeah. this grassroots sensibility of that we're all falling that, you know, and I think that's something, something that's out of control right now is that whole um, cancel culture. That comes from that, that same thing oh, that you're doing. It's just like, oh, how I'm appalled. How dare you? And and there 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 is no redemption for people anymore. There is mm-hmm. no 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 forgiveness. You know. So yes, we, we're going to condemn what you did. You know, we're we're, we're not going to justify that. But at the same time, where's the process of restoration? How do we how do we, how does hey. one get restored? You know, his his career is over. He'll he'll never work again. It's like man, I, like exactly. I, I praise God for His mercy and forgiveness in my life. And and so having that approach and understanding it could be could be you Ooh, just just really keeps you and and, uh, and and here's here's ultimately what it does and here's the second point is it helps you to be preemptive it mm-hmm. helps you to That's be mindful of what can I do to avoid this happening to me before it happens to me because if you're gonna mm-hmm. wait for an event to happen if you're gonna wait till your anger is is boiling over. If you're going to wait till that situation comes to you, then oftentimes you're going to fail. It's about what you're yeah. doing, what your life is like, how you're dealing. Self-care. I think that's one of the, the new words that you're hearing a lot around. It's it's the self-care. It's the spiritual growth that you're doing beforehand that makes all the difference. And, and, and God tells us that. God says, be filled with the spirit, meaning you already are filled and you won't fulfill the lust. The urges that, that that's all that, that when I saw Will Smith, he had an angry urge and he acted mm-hmm. on it. Man, we all have those urges. It might be an urge to have sex with somebody else who ain't your spouse. It might be an urge to, to cut somebody off, to give them the finger. <laughs> Come on. You're I'm just trying to be real. To and, and so it's about that. Preemptive. So, so what, what are your thoughts on that, man? You want you you want to share more about preemptive? 
man, I, th- I think another I think another uh, facet to, to being preemptive is you also got to look at the circle that you surround yourself with, you know, yeah. the, the pool of accountability partners that you have. And I think one thing, um, you know, that a lot of people aren't really looking at or that we didn't get to see because it was kind of off camera is, you know, it takes Will like a split second to get up from his chair and walk on stage towards Chris Rock. See, what we don't see on camera, though, is like, what was what was Jada doing at that point? You know, when she's seen them start to lift up or whatnot, um, you know, so her being the spouse, that's his that's his first line of accountability. That's his first accountability. Partner. Mm, that's good. And, you know, I know me and my wife, we had a you know a little discussion about it. Like, you know, we kind of would know each other. So if I, you know, if I start to raise up, you know, what I mean, my wife, no, if I'm getting up, like I'm going to do something. So she would maybe grab me like this is not the time or the place. You know what I mean? And once she grabs me, and gives me that look. Then now I know, like, okay, let me let me just chill out. Let me sit back. Let me woosah for a couple of minutes. You know what I mean? And go through that. So I think a good part of being preemptive is your accountability partner. It might not be your spouse, but it might be your circle, your friends, who you're surrounding yourself with. Because if you got a bunch of people in your corner saying, like, you know, before you respond, always take a minute to really think about it or right. you know, just to really think what you're going to do. But then if you got somebody in your circle saying, you know what I mean? Hey, if somebody disrespects you, you make you get up immediately and do what you, you handle your business. You know what I mean? That, that, that might not be the, the, the circle that you need. You need that, that accountability that is sensible. You know what I mean? That is God led, that is spirit filled. That's going to hold you accountable um, and help you to proceed. If something does happen like that, where, right. you know, you would be in the right. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that, that's huge because you do want to have people around you that will say, you know what? Hey, you need to go home to your wife. Hey, when's the yeah. last time you've been out on a date with your husband? Hey, are you taking time with your kids? Are you taking time for self-care? You need those people around you. And so being preemptive, absolutely. It's, it's being mindful of who your accountability partners are. It's being mindful of making sure that you are constantly um intaking, doing self-care. And what I mean by, you know, that is using that word, that, that self-care is I'm, I'm making sure that my mental health, my mindset, I'm dealing with any um, things in my closet, you know, and, 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 and working mm-hmm. through that because oftentimes who or what we let our anger out on isn't always the thing of why we're really angry, right? Right. And and, and so when somewhere. when I saw this somewhere. situation with Will Smith, I was really thinking to myself, like, that's so out of character that it's it, it's beyond Chris Rock. And and that's the thing is everybody mm-hmm. is talking about it. They're just talking about Chris Rock and what Chris Rock said about his wife. And I'm like, no, he he just happened to be the the boiling point. He was the thing that just put it over the top. I I, yep. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm I'm about ninety nine percent sure Will Smith was dealing with something else. Whether or not if you, it was, you, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying you you were hitting the nail on the head. See, I think you know for most people like who haven't really been fo- number one. Let's just start here. Will Smith has been like a star since what, early 90s? So you're talking about somebody that's been in the spotlight for like 30 years plus or whatnot. He's always been looked at as like the good guy, the the one who he's not cussing in his rapping, the, you know, the the, the quiet, the, the the nice guy. I remember there was an interview from like uh, one of the members of Salt and Pepper that was like, you know, I was going to date Will Smith back in the day, but 
he was just way too nice of a guy. So I went and started dating Trek from Nutty by Nature. You yeah. know what I mean? Will Smith has always had to, you know, take on, you know, those be the butt of those type of jokes. Then you got like in the past years with every the entanglements and everything that happened with with him and Jada with now. But then here's the key thing. Here's the number one thing a lot of people um, didn't know about. Like Will Smith put out a book last year. Now I didn't finish this book. I did. I did start reading it on. I mean, listening to it on Audible or uh, whatnot. And man, there's a lot of stuff in this book that I've never really known about Will Smith, simply because it's just Will Smith. But he, you know, I'll just do one thing. He talks about his relationship with his mom and his dad. Um, for a lot of people who don't know, like his dad was like a, a heavy drinker, and he used to like physically abuse his mom. And Will Smith had a excerpt where he was just saying, like, all his life he just kind of felt like a coward because you know he never stood up for his mom, and I never got the chance to really stand up for his mom with his dad. So you take on that mental trauma, you know, what I mean, of everything he's been going through for the past thirty years plus or whatnot, and you get to a boiling point where now this one joke has just, you know, what I mean, I just took the cap off. And now I'm running on stage at the Oscars. So now how do we begin to apply that is we have to realize in our own lives that there are things we need to handle before we get to that exploding point. Yeah. You, 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 you've been dealing with maybe some friction in your marriage and you're just kind of letting that go, letting that go. You're not dealing with it. You're not dealing with it. And all of a sudden you explode. And, and, and then all of a sudden you have all this cleanup you have to do versus just dealing with those things. You got to deal you got to deal with your demons. Because mm-hmm. because we just talked about it. I recognize that I have demons in me. Sin is in me, and so I have to deal with that. If I understand I have it in me, that means I need a savior. I need someone to work through. I need I need to 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 work through these things. And that's where it's talking about be filled with the spirit. You know, we want to make sure that we're walking in love, walking in purity. We're in our word. We're in fellowship. We're we're praying. We're doing all those things to stay strong spiritually. So that way, when that temptation comes, I'm being mindful. I'm being preemptive. I'm not just hanging out yeah. with uh, co-workers of the opposite sex. I'm, I'm Keontae, right. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be preemptive. You, hey, if you don't you hang out and if you're never man. alone with any woman of the opposite sex, guess what you never have to worry about? You ain't got to worry about cheating. You, you about never, it ain't going to happen because you're never alone with them, right? You, 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 you're, right. Never, you're never there. So you're, you're mindful of those things. You're mindful of when's the last time I've been out on a date with my wife? How do I speak to my mm-hmm. husband? You know, those are all things that we're mindful of. When's the last time we've been to church together? When's the last time we mm-hmm. prayed together? Those are all things that you're being mindful of and you're being preemptive before you get to a boiling point and you end up doing something that you can't take back. And we've yeah, all been there. I bet stuff. you 100 percent Will Smith wishes he can take that back. Oh, definitely. But we, and we definitely. all have that where we wish. And, 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 and even in that, that's why he, he started off justifying it because it was he realized that's why he was crying, you know, giving this speech because he realized, like, man, I messed up. <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> so, all right, so let's, let's, go to, let's go to the last point. The, the very last point um, is this. Don't get too comfortable. Don't mm. get too comfortable. Now, what I mean by this is when I saw this, I'm, you know, I'm looking at it. We're, we're asking, what can I learn versus judge? What can I learn from this situation versus judging the situation? And what I learned from it, what I looked at, and I'm like, man, we're looking at this situation. We're, we're saying, like, how can he do that on TV? 
How can he do that at the yeah. Oscars? Like, like, was he not aware? Like, did, how, how, like, who's just going to get up at the Oscars? Could you imagine right now that you're at a, you know, a, a huge function for your work, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, as you're here at this huge function for your work and, and you get up where everybody is there, you got the president there. Let's say you got, you know, the CEO and, and, and all these people, your wife is there. And all of a sudden you're just going to get up on stage and act a fool. Normally, right. you're not going to do that. And here's the main reason why is because you're not used to that environment. You're very conscious. This environment is very new. And when you're in a new environment, you have to watch this, you're, you're extremely alert. You're extremely mm -hmm. aware of everything that is happening around you. But that's mm -hmm. not the same when you're in a comfortable environment. When you're in a yeah. comfortable environment, you end up letting your guard down. We on the outside, we're looking at this situation that happens to Will Smith and we're saying, man, wasn't he not aware of his environment and what was happening? And I would actually say what I saw was somebody who was comfortable around the lights. Someone, like you said, he's been around it all of his life. He's comfortable with the television and, and cameras on him. For me, if I have cameras on me, I'm like, I'm trying to be careful about everything I say, everything I do. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't even think about the cameras. He's comfortable with those celebrities and with all those people having uh, Denzel Washington next to him and having, you know, he's comfortable with all those people. That, that's in his environment to where he's comfortable. And because he was so comfortable, he was able to let his guard down and do something in that environment rather than being alert and saying, okay, you know what, I, I need to be wise. And, and so what we can learn from, it's oftentimes when we get comfortable that mm -hmm. we end up doing things that we shouldn't do. Yeah. When we step That's out right. and all of a sudden end up crossing the line, it was like, ooh, I got too comfortable. I got too comfortable hanging out with my coworker who's of opposite sex. Or, or, or I, I've seen, Speak on I got too comfortable us just, it just started off with, 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 with us just texting each other in DM, just direct messaging. And we went to high school together and we were just saying hello. And, and, and it got comfortable in that conversation before you knew it, it led to out of control behavior. So go ahead, man. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you work on that one? Yeah, man. The big thing is when you get too comfortable, it can cause destruction. Um, and I just want to give a little quick analogy. See, now my day job is I'm a school bus driver um, driving a 40 foot machine that weighs over eight tons. I have to be more comfortable, more careful driving that large thing than I do my personal car. For instance, when I'm in my personal car. I can hit a corner on a dime in my little camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, that bad boy is going to turn. It's going to turn on a dime. I'm in a 40-foot bus, though. If I'm comfortable, as comfortable in that bus as I am in my Camry, it's going to be some destruction. I'm going to, my tire going to get up on that curve. Mm -hmm. I'm going to knock down a light pole. I might hit somebody. You know what I mean? Not to mention the kids that are on board. So that, you know, that's what you're talking about when you're talking about getting too comfortable. Because when you get in the space of comfortability, it can cause destruction. It could cause havoc. And, you know, that's just something that we got to really apply to our lives as well, because, you know, at any time when you're just driving down the street in your car, you know, people, I see people driving in my bus and looking at other people's cars. I'm seeing people eating while they're driving, on their phone while they're driving. Read, I've seen a person read a book and try to drive on the freeway. And I'm just like, whoa, 
you are relaxed, my guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in that, you just, you know what I mean? Like, you just, every, every, everything disappears. Like, you're just too so comfortable that the danger is not even present for you anymore. Right. You driving at 80 miles an hour reading a book, you can smash into anything. But you've gotten to such a comfortable point that you're just like, I'm on autopilot. You know what I mean? And that's something that we really got to look at. And we really got to realize, especially walking into settings and just going about our lives is just, are we in a realm of comfortability or are we always kind of alert? Are we always mindful of what we're doing? You know what I mean? How we're speaking to somebody, how we're interacting with people. Um, Because, you know, unlike Will Smith, we might not have a million cameras on us, but there's always somebody watching. There's there's really always somebody watching. You know what I mean? And we got to really be mindful of how we interact with people and how we carry in our lives. Right. And, and and that's the whole point of this is, is that we still have out of control behavior in us, which can cause destruction in our lives. <clears throat> and so mm-hmm. we can we want to avoid that. And part of that avoiding that is being alert, is being aware. And so I I, I want to make sure that I continue to nurture the relationships around me. And I, so I just want to give some yeah. examples <clears throat> with inside of relationships. It can be, you, you got too comfortable thinking about divorce. I'm, I'm speaking mm. to somebody right about now. You're getting mm-hmm. way too comfortable where you're just now imagining what life would be like without them. And you're thinking about where you might move. You, you, you're, you're being way too comfortable with that when that's going to become your reality because you're, you're constantly thinking about that. You're getting way yeah. too comfortable just speaking to your spouse in a very derogatory way. That, have you ever seen somebody all of a sudden just go off on their spouse in public? I'm just talking yeah, about like, 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 like they're like, whoop de wop F this and F, you know, and, and you be this. And, and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like, where'd that come from? I bet you. We're in a church parking lot. I bet you if you could go inside their home, that type of language and them speaking to each other like that, is very common. They're comfortable mm, with that. And so then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, when, it, when it's out and about in other people, they forgot. They forgot they weren't at home in that moment. They just reacted to that urge of what they're comfortable doing around, not around other people. And so we have to be mindful. Don't get too comfortable. When's the last time you've been, don't get too comfortable not going out on dates. Don't, mm-hmm. don't get too comfortable with foreplay when you ain't married. I'm just trying to help some people, Keontae. You get too comfortable with foreplay and you ain't married. It's going to all of a sudden lead to something you didn't want to lead to. And and all of a sudden you're like, oops, man, we end up having sex. And and, and we spoiled all these things that we were trying to wait. And we wanted to wait till we get married, but we spoiled it. Why? Because we got too comfortable hugging up, touching, rubbing. And we we could control it. We could control it. And all of a sudden you couldn't control it at one point. You get there. Right. So that, that's all I got. Like, man. I'm, I'm done. I, I feel like this was a great episode. I feel like we really touched on this from a perspective that you're not hearing people talk about it from. Right. Right. You have anything man, else? I would just say, yeah, I would just say my, my last point, you know, just really just thinking about Will and, you know, like just the mental, the mental dexterity like you have to have as a celebrity, but just knowing that he's human, he might be a celebrity. We might have seen his face like, but at the end of the day, He's a man. He got the same red blood running through him as I do, that we all do. Um, And I think that it really I think that this this situation should really call into, you know, the front row of like really seeking help. And I'm talking about like counseling, like therapy, really, you know, mulling through the things that you might have experienced as a child. 
You know what I mean? I remember I, I was also I just read an article on Yahoo <clears throat> where Chris Rock was actually, you know, talking about, well, you know, this kind of set me back as well, because Chris Rock had to deal with a lot of bullying growing up when he was a kid. You know what I mean? So, you know, now this has kind of just set him back as well. Like there's so many things that are going on in our lives that are happening in our past life that are going on now that we just need to get that professional help to talk to somebody to really get through. And that's a big like I said, that that's on the preemptive work. Um, of just getting through your problems and, and, yeah. and really talking those through. So that's good. All right. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. Please don't forget to go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. There you can learn more stuff about us. We do have our free relationship resource there for the, uh, for you. So you can just get that free relationship resource. Uh, you can go to Amazon to get my book, Chasing Happily Ever After. Um, and then just continue to hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Continue to just encourage people and, 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 and leave some reviews. We love to hear your reviews and just so glad that you're able to stay with us and, and, and join us. So, Keontae, you want to close this in prayer? Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> Father, first and foremost, Lord, we just thank you for, Lord, just being back, Father. We thank you for just, uh, you know, getting us refreshed, Father, and just able to return to this podcast and this platform, Father, with a new perspective, with a fresh perspective, Lord, and um, just speaking to your people, Lord. Um, on this topic, Father, we just ask that you just help us, Father. Help us to just seek you first, Lord, um, and just to think on things that we can do, Father, to be preemptive, Lord, to be proactive, Father, um, before situations arise that will take us there, Father. Help us to just, you know, just have the proper tool have the proper knowledge, Father, to just work through things, Father, and think better, Father, to do better, Lord, to move better, Father. Um, help us to just not lose control, Father, but help us to know that, you know, we know that it's in us, Father. We're all sinners, Lord, but we know that there's mercy, that there's grace, Father, on part of you, Father. And what well, we want to just exercise that as we move throughout this world, Father, and interact with people, Father, and the actions that we have, Lord. So we ask that you just continue to just touch us all on that, Father. Um, Lord, we just ask that you continue to bless this podcast, Father, all of our listeners, Father. Um, continue to just use this platform, Father, to just give people advice, Father, insight and tools, Father, on how to better their relationships, how to better their marriages, Father, and even their single life, Lord. So we just thank you, Father, to send your son in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time.